I don't know what's real. I don't know what's not real. Limited Capacity is a collection of six darkly amusing stories about the mysterious ways we interact with the internet and with each other. There's something going on with him. It's like an act. I don't trust him. What? You're staring at me like I should say something, but I don't really know what to do here. That's the whole name of the game. Don't talk about how the town isn't real. Do you understand? Limited Capacity. Available now on CBC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts. This is a CBC Podcast. This is Play Me, Canada's national digital theatre. Each week, we take new and underproduced theatre scripts and short stories and turn them into contemporary radio dramas. I'm Laura Mullen. And I'm Chris Tolley. Welcome back to Play Me. This week, Maddie's sister Beatrice is dating someone she shouldn't. Their brassy, single mum Sheila makes up with her boyfriend again, so 14-year-old Maddie is left to fend for herself with nothing but her bow and arrow. This week we feature part one of Quiver, the one-woman show written and performed by Anna Chatterton. Quiver, part one of three. Warning, mature language and content. When I was seven, I told my mom I wanted to be a maid when I grew up because I wanted everything to be clean. Some families are full of rules. They have dinner time at six or whatever, and that's the law. The mom calls the kids into dinner. They don't want to go, but they do because they have to. We've never had an official dinner time. We eat when we're hungry, but there's no order to it. And when things are messy, people forget stuff because they can't see anything. We live over an Italian restaurant. B has a bedroom, but I sleep in the dining room, which is really the living room. When I need privacy, I sit in my closet, which is really the front hall closet, but I keep my clothes and some books in there. Mum comes back from a date with Daniel and goes in her room and closes the door. Daniel made her feel like the most beautiful, most important woman in the world. But after the honeymoon phase, they began to fight. He could get irritable with her, and she was critical with him at times because he didn't have a job. He's on disability, chronic fatigue. But he could do more than he did, which was just puttering around as if he was retired when he was only 42. After about a year, they had a stupid fight about going out for dinner or staying in. And Daniel said he wanted to take some space. And Mum took him at his word just a little time away, and then they would regroup. After the first night, she wanted to call him, but she resisted. Men like the chase. B and I were disappointed. Especially Maddie. So Mum encouraged us to stay in touch with him. He had made a point of saying that he still wanted to be in our lives, and Mama thought that was a good sign, and we had grown so attached to him, and our dad lives too far away. A month went by, two, two and a half, he never called. Then, it was a Wednesday night, B was out and Maddie was studying, and on an impulse, I drove over to his place, wearing a spring coat and nothing underneath. But when he came to the door, he was wearing his robe, and there were candles lit, and his bedroom door was closed. He said, it's not a good time. I drove home, imagining that woman behind his closed bedroom door. 
A week later, I was walking up the street towards our apartment, and I saw Daniel's car in front of our place. I thought, he's come to make up. After seeing me, he couldn't get me out of his mind. I started to walk quicker, almost running like an idiot. But then I saw B sitting in the car with him. They had been going out for coffee, I thought. He must have given her a ride home. Was this his little excuse, offering to give B a ride home because he was hoping to run into me? B got out of the car and Daniel just did a little wave and revved his engine and drove away. Why didn't he stay to say hi? I don't know. He was late for something. Did he say anything about me? No. Does he ever mention me? Not really. Why wouldn't he even say hi? He knows what time I get home from work. He must have timed the drive home, right? Maybe he didn't see you. He waved at me. That night, B was making me a grilled cheese. Mum was sitting at the table, drinking a glass of wine, and looking out the window. B, you're burning the bread. The cheese isn't totally melted. But it's turning black. Okay, okay, here. So, um, I should probably say, you should probably know, and I'm not changing my mind, so don't even think about trying to change my mind. And I'm 16, so I can do what I want. I don't even have to keep going to school if I don't want to, legally. Oh my god, are you dropping out of school? No, I was just saying, I'm not dropping out. I'm... I'm moving in with Daniel. What? What do you mean? Our Daniel? Mum's Daniel? We love each other. Love, love? Yeah. What? 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 But you can't do that. He's Mum's boyfriend. Ex-boyfriend. But he's almost as old as Dad. We're in love. This is what's happening, okay? So don't dare try to talk me out of it because it's done and I want it and it's happening and it was my decision, okay? We connect and that's all that matters. There's no logic to love and I started it. I kissed him first, so don't say that he took advantage of me or I don't know what I'm doing because I know what I'm doing and what I'm doing is this and you just have to accept it and understand that love is strange and maybe weird and inconvenient but it's uncontrollable so there's nothing to be done but give in to it. It's not like I lost my virginity to him. We were meant to be. We are each other's path. Daniel said we were always heading towards each other and that he's always loved me, even before he knew me. He loved me. And people can try and keep us away, but we're magnets. And nothing can stop the strength of our connection. There's nothing we can do. We have to be together. I didn't know what love was before him. And tons of people fall in love who aren't the right age. In the old days, it was normal, totally normal. So don't freak out. Just mind your own business and be happy two people found love, okay? You can't do this. She can't do that, right, Mom? Where are you going? Mom? Mom? Mom will get over it. She went out with a 24-year-old when she was 40. It's practically the same thing. She'll find a new boyfriend next week. She's never single for long. Daniel, have you lost your mind? You'll destroy her. She's too young. She doesn't know what she's doing. But you know, you should know. You'll go to jail. We'll put you away. How could you be so stupid, so sick? She could be your daughter. How can you? How can you touch her? How? After us in the same? You have to stop. Get out of her life.
When my friend Laura kissed Keith, this guy I liked in grade five, who she knew I liked because I told her, I felt like I had been stung by a bee, and everyone knew that I liked him and saw her kiss him at the school dance. And Mum was sad when she and Daniel broke up. I could tell, because she got all skinny again, like she did when Dad stopped coming home and stayed at his girlfriend's house instead. I can't find my pink bra. Did you take it? It doesn't fit me. Fuck. Do you think Mum borrowed it? I don't know. She always does that. I'm so sick of it. You don't know she did. I looked everywhere. It couldn't have just disappeared. Maybe it's in the laundry. Did you look? You don't wash bras in the washing machine, stupid. Yes, you can. Only sports bras. God, get sexier bras, Maddie. No one wears sports bras. Athletes do. If they're running a marathon. I'm leaving you my black mini and sparkly top, and you can't wear a sports bra with that. You're going now? Yeah. Are you going forever? Don't be so dramatic. Tell me if you find my bra, okay? Or if you see mom wearing it, steal it back from her and give it to me at school. Oh, and I have a bottle of peach snaps hidden in my closet that's almost totally full. I'm not gonna drink it. Wear the sparkly top on Monday. You'll get compliments, okay? And then she was gone. Mum came out after B left and was all quiet, and then went in her room and shut her door and played the radio, but I could still hear her crying. I hid in my closet and wished I could be Arrowette. Arrowette is just a normal human being, but she has above-average strength and skill for her age. She's an archer. Not many people know about her. She only appears in like 20 comic books or something, but that's why I like her. Everyone knows about Wonder Woman, but Arrowette is so much cooler than her. B thinks it's super weird when I talk about her, but I don't even like comic books anymore, just the ones that have Arrowette in it. She tells it like it is. And she's just a teenage girl, but she stands up for what she believes in, even if it means going against her heroes and idols. And she doesn't really get along with other girls. She doesn't care if she's popular. And she has pretty hair. Dad taught B how to do archery, and he was gonna teach me, but then the divorce happened, and he was always at his girlfriend's house, so he never did. Arrowette never knew her dad. Her mum taught her, because she used to be Miss Arrowette a long time ago. But there's tension between them. Like, Arrowette gets mad at her a lot, because she wasn't always a good mum. It's real between them. I love the comics when they fight. I'm training to be an archer like her because I'm too weak. B didn't call her anything. Did she even think of me or miss me? I called Dad. I had to tell him it affects me too. He said he was going to call the police. I told him he couldn't. B will kill me. Dad's never met Daniel, so he's just imagining some creepy guy. And Daniel's really nice. He gives really good advice. He's not evil. He's still Daniel. And B says she loves him. Dad said he'd talk to Mum about it, which was pretty big because they never talk, like, ever. I wish he lived here. He's all busy with his new family. Even when I go to Calgary to visit, I feel like they don't really want me there. 
I mean, his wife, Randy, is busy with the baby, and I always feel like I'm in the way or something. Even though I only get to see him twice a year since we moved out east, I still feel like Randy doesn't want me to come out. I try to keep out of the way, just do my dishes and stay in my room, which is really Dad's study with a pull-out couch. But I think Randy wishes I didn't exist. The way that I stand is open, meaning my left foot or the foot that's closest to the target is wider than your back foot. And I stand on the balls of my toes. This is an open stand. Basic archery stance. Space your feet so they are shoulder width apart. Rotate your feet into square stance. Stand up straight and rotate your chin over the shoulder of your bow arm slash hand. Rotate your hips. Flatten your lower back. Lower your chest and ribs downward towards your stomach. Push your shoulders downwards. Stay focused. I had to tell someone, so I called my ex, Armando. He picked me up from work, took me to his apartment, and let me cry. I curled up in his arms and called in sick at work. I needed to be taken care of. I didn't want Maddie to see me like that. I was wrecked. I didn't want to worry her. She had already been through so much with the divorce. I had to spare her, witnessing me fall apart again. I didn't want to burden her. She needed to just focus on school. She shouldn't have to take care of her mother. B, I need you to sign my field trip form. Why don't you get Mum to sign it? She hasn't been home since last Tuesday. She's always at her mondos now. They got back together? I guess. Just forge Mum's signature. It's so easy. But what if I get caught? How will anyone know? Just sign it, please. It's so stupid. I'm only like a year older. Where do you sleep at Daniel's? What do you think? In the guest room? Yeah. But what about when his kids are over? Then I sleep on the couch. No, you don't. So why are you asking if you already know? It's weird. No, it's not. It's love. Maybe you just think you love him because he's nice to us. You don't understand, okay? You've never even kissed a guy. Yes, I have. When? Don't you ever think about Mum? In the bathroom, someone had written in black marker, B is a skanky freak. I'm not skanky. Skanky is when you take your top off at a party, totally drunk, just to get attention. Skanky is when you wear miniskirts so short you can see your underwear and tight black tops that show your cleavage every day like Monica Hood. Her cleavage is like her accessory. That's skanky. Daniel and I are in love. He knows all about Nietzsche and Freud and Jung, and we discuss them. Daniel said I could change anything in the apartment, so I don't feel like it's his place, but it is his place. He didn't have any paintings in the walls, and it was a bit dirty, too. I never thought I'd care about cleanliness, but I actually cleaned the bathroom because it was kind of gross. And I put up some of my posters, and that felt a bit better. And I lay on the couch and finish reading the definers for class. (laughs) 
After lying comatose on Armando's couch for a week and missing work, I finally called my girlfriend Marn and confessed what happened. She called Daniel a fucking asshole and said, How long do you think he planned it? My God, these men just want them younger and younger. So young now that they're dating our daughters just kill me now. Since when does fuck you mom mean fuck your mom's boyfriend? Marn said I should report him. But here's the thing. I know this about Daniel and it almost hurts the most. Daniel is a decent guy. He might even straighten B out. She was failing math, you know. But Marn said, don't you dare give that Woody Allen an out. After school, I saw Daniel's brown car parked out front. I looked around, but didn't see B. My heart was beating really fast suddenly. Should I run back in school, just keep walking and pretend I don't see him? But the car door opened, and Daniel stood up and waved at me. He looked exactly the same. For some reason, I thought he would look different. Hey, kid, he yelled out. Some students were smoking on the sidewalk and stared at me, so I figured I'd better go talk to him in privacy. For some reason, my cheeks and ears were getting hot. I hate that I blush all the time. He opened his arms for a hug and said, Been a while, kid. But I didn't hug him. I forgot he used to call me kid. He obviously forgets I'm only one and a half years younger than B. He asked how my mom was. I looked back at school before answering and saw B come out and wave at us. I only had a few moments. Daniel, Mom's never home anymore. You have to call her. But Daniel was looking at B and smiling. Before he would have been concerned, said something told me to call him, talk about it, but it's like he didn't even hear me and he called out, hey babe, to B. Hey Maddie, you want a ride home? We can give her a ride home, right Danny? Babe? Danny? Gross. No thanks. Come on, it'll be fun. We'll stop at Licks on the way and get a veggie burger. You love the pickles. I gotta go. Smell you later. I wished I could go, but there was no way. It would be a betrayal to Mum. I suddenly imagined them kissing and almost thought I would throw up. I wanted to hit B so she would stop smiling, thinking everything was okay, everything was normal. I want my mum. I want my dad. I miss dad. Sometimes I miss him so much, and he's so far away, and it's not fair. It's all B's fault, and she doesn't even care. All she cares about is herself. It's not like I stole my mom's boyfriend. My friends Christine and Allie are making it like we're on Jerry Springer or something. They had already broken up. I mean, there are guys at school who've dated like six girls in one year, all in the same grade. And I mean... I would have been okay with things just continuing on the way they were with Daniel, like, just as friends. But really, it's like we were more than just friends. And when Daniel said we were becoming more than just friends, I kissed him. And then he was a pretty good kisser. And he started to finger me, and it felt really good. And I just closed my eyes and didn't think about him, just felt good. And then we drove to his house, and it was good. Like, he's good at sex. Like, going down on me, like, better, like, technically, way better than my ex. And when I closed my eyes, it was ecstasy. It really was. But I didn't mean to hurt Mum or leave Maddie at home alone or even mean... I didn't mean to date him. 
But then dad called and said he was going to put Daniel in jail and that he's taking advantage of me, that he raped me, and it was a serious offense. And, like, dad hasn't been part of my life for the last four years, and now he thinks he can just tell me what to do? Fuck him. He has no idea who I am. He doesn't know anything about me. He's never even met Daniel. As if I'm going to listen to him now. As if he knows what's good for me. It's just too late, okay? It's like dad still thinks I'm 10. I only see him for like once a year, for like two weeks, a month at most. He talks to me like I'm still a kid. He's the one who left us. He chose to leave us for stupid Randy. And now he thinks he can just come back into my life because he thinks he knows what's going on. If he really wanted to be part of my life, he would have came out here too and lived here after the divorce. But he stayed in Calgary and he doesn't even care about us anymore. He can't just drop in and out of my life whenever he feels like it. Tune in next time for episode two of Quiver by Anna Chatterton. Quiver was written and performed by Anna Chatterton. Sound design was by Michael Rinaldi. Quiver was originally presented at Theatre Aquarius. Visit playmepodcast.com to learn more about our podcast, to leave a comment, or to let us know what you think of our shows. Play Me is produced by Laura Mullen and Chris Tolley. The associate producer is Rashanik Jaberi. Play Me is funded by the Toronto Arts Council, the Ontario Arts Council, and the Ontario Trillium Foundation. Special thanks to our partners, the Playwrights Guild of Canada, the Toronto Fringe Festival, and the Spiderweb Show. Play Me is an Expect Theatre production. For more information, visit playmepodcast.com. For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.